welcome once again to the MMOs.com podcast. Altai here, joined this week by one, uh, they only. Oh, there. All right. Here we are with another podcast, episode number 157. What did you do this week, Altai? Give us a quick rehash. What did I do this week? What's going on in the week of, of Altai? I tried to play Don't Starve Together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like the perfect game for me. I love like the kind of 2D stuff, you know? I love the survival stuff, um, but this one never clicked for me. And I played it again, and it just didn't click. It's in some ways it didn't click because it's it's just too hard. Uh, have you, I don't know if you played the um, the base game or you played modded or something. It's very it's a very difficult game. Uh, you're always hungry. You're always looking for food. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't I don't know. I just don't make it far in this game. But I, I got I quite a bit far, but I wasn't a big fan either. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. Didn't do it for me either. But, but, I mean, I love stuff like Terraria and all these 2D mm-hmm. nonsense games. So, you'd think I'd like it, but um, I'll keep trying. What can I say? I played you? a bit of bit of Heroes of the Storm this week. I did Actually, I just finished my placement for Heroes of the Storm before the season ended. So, I got, like, I guess some points. Uh, I actually ended up placing Masters. I don't know how that happens in Heroes of the Storm. I mean, I barely play the game, but the game is like, holy shit, Remo, you're so good at this game. Here, take Masters placements. And I played a bit of, uh, I did my Overwatch placements, placed like 2,700 or so, 20, high 2,600s. And I also played a little bit of League of Legends this week. I have not been playing too much Final Fantasy XIV this week. I've been very lightly been playing that game. i just basically waiting for other new content to come out. But that's that's been my week mostly. And with that, we can jump into the spicy weekly raid. Yeah. You know, we love drama here at MMOS.com. And oh, this definitely. Week, this week delivered, all right? This week was a week of drama, and it it created some good reading, good conversation, and we all love drama, so let's tackle it. Go off. Right. Explain the drama. So, two people that worked at ArenaNet, which makes uh, Guild Wars, got fired this week. Uh, usually not a big deal, but uh, this is a little... Okay, this is, this is weird, because Twitter was the cause of this firing, or I should say a tweet. So, we have Jessica Price here, who is mm-hmm. a writer on the team. And uh, so this guy, Dorier, who's, by the way, a big name in the community. He's like a partner. Uh, I don't know what he does, like stream content or something. Yeah, he does stream content. Yeah. So he tried to give her some feedback on her, I guess, her writing style or something. So I'll read the mm-hmm. tweet. Really interesting thread to read, which you should probably read the full thread. But however, allow me to disagree slightly. I don't believe the issue lies in the MRPG genre itself. As your wording seemingly suggests, I believe the issue lies in the constraints of the living stories narrative design. One out of three. So, okay, this obviously needs context. He's responding mm-hmm. to her complaining, or not complaining, but describing the fact that it's hard to write a story for an MMORPG narrative. Because mm-hmm. if you're writing a story, and you should give an example of Bioshock. If you're playing Bioshock, you know you're playing a certain character, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're stuck in this Bioshock world, and you got to do shit. But in MMORPG, how do you write the story so that I can relate to it, and, and if a female orc player can relate to it, and, and you know, all kinds of different players have to be able to relate to this one character. So you got to write like a, you have to write like a generic character, you know. It can't be like a tough guy or whatever. Yeah. So she's complaining about that, and uh, he this guy gives some honest feedback, right? Uh-huh. And she doesn't take it so nicely. She says, "Or right, this is her today in being a female game dev. Allow me, a person who does not work with you, explain to you how to do your job." Like, what an over exaggeration! Why is she bringing the whole gender thing to it? That's yes. the first thing I read. I'm like, what? What? If she just took that first part out. Like, if she took that first part out, real talk, 99% of people would not be as offended. The pro- that first sentence, I think, really, really hurt her case. 
because she made it into this weird gender issue when I, I think it clearly wasn't. And she could still be a little bit snide. That second remark would have been, you know, it would be in poor taste. But I don't think she would have been fired if it was just that second comment. Well, that's the thing. She got fired for this. Yes. Now, I think she's just looking to be offended, right? Nobody brought up gender here, right? Nobody. nobody yeah. So she brought that up. She's looking to be offended. Uh, mm-hmm. and she, all right. But I don't think she should have got fired for this. I think firing. What? No, she should not have been fired for this. She, she should have been fired and this, she should be put on an industry blacklist where she can't be hired again. Well, that's another thing. I was going to link you. Um, there are people on official forums. You know, they fired her yep. and they made a statement about it. They actually tried. All right, so let me find the the Giazzo I took here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's windows open now. But basically, this guy said, uh, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't fire her. Maybe you should have uh, instead, uh, you know, kept her and, and told her, you know, not to do it again. So she learned and she becomes a better person. And the guy responds, I hope she doesn't get hired ever again. Yeah, I, I, I'm with that. What? You don't want somebody. You don't want somebody like this working in your company. That's why. Frankly speaking, she's just an asshole. She's literally antagonizing her her games player base on Twitter, and she works so that she's a representative of that company, uh, talking about Guild Wars Two. Had she been talking about like uh, women's issues, it, like something else, like I would. If she wasn't talking about Guild Wars Two, I am with you. She should not have gotten fired. She. Because she's talking about literally her job and the company she works for and the game she works for, at that moment, whether she's on the clock or not, she's a representative of ArenaNet. And her, what she says reflects on the company. And the company antagonizes one of their content. This guy is considered uh, like a, an ArenaNet partner, right? He's, uh, his stream is, is very involved with the community. And he's not just a random streamer either. He, he's, he's a well-respected content creator for, for Guild Wars 2. And when you're going to be an asshole like that publicly, there's no defense of it. Get the axe. Done. Gone. Fired. Out of the office. The problem with that, though, is she's not on, like, the community team, right? She's not, like, the PR guy. Doesn't matter. Okay. And, and the thing, she's posting on her personal account on Twitter. Yeah. What does that matter? It doesn't matter. Well, here's why it matters. Are, are, we can't, are we not allowed to have opinions outside of our company? Let's say I work for Pepsi, okay? Sure. Uh, and then some guy, I'm at the bar, and some guy asks me, um, hey, what do you think of Trump? And I say, oh, I, ho- I love Trump. I hope he builds a wall, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Now, I'm not a, a Pepsi spokesman. I'm a That's spokesman. fair. I'm a, I'm a me spokesman. So if she says this, I think it just reflects on her. Why can't she have a Hold personal... Hold on. Hold on. W- w- the problem is when you're at the bar and you're a Pepsi employee, you're, you, you're not discussing Pepsi products on a, with a Pepsi customer, specifically on a Pepsi issue. This is very clearly... By the way, this this was uh, like a follow up to an AMA. She did an AMA about like yeah. Guild Wars two, and some of that kind of spilled over to Twitter, where she was answering questions about the game. Like this is very clearly involving the the game that she works for. Had this been look, my point was, had this been about anything else but Guild Wars two, this could have been about any other video game. I'm with you. She shouldn't get fired for sharing her opinion about any other video game. But this is it's reflecting on Arena that the way she handles it. If she's an asshole while discussing her job on her game that she works on, it's reflective of the company. Hundred percent. Tear God, it was said on her personal account. Yes. Not on the game company account. This is her personal account. So Okay, so all that I'm curious. Uh let's say let's say uh let's say you're Blizzard, all right? And I'm uh I'm uh I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the story writer for Blizzard, right? I'm on my personal Twitter account, let's say I say I I, I we should we, we should kill all the black people in America. Let's say let's say I drop that oh, on my personal so, okay. on my personal Twitter account. Okay, fine. Uh, in fact, while somebody 
One of the biggest streamers messaged me on Twitter, publicly asked me a question about their characters. You know, your character is too dark tone. I think you should be deleted along with all the other people that play this character. If I said something that stupid, right? No. Why shouldn't I be fired? Let's make it let's make it simpler than that. So imagine imagine I work for Blizzard, right? I write the story for a while or whatever, and I say, Sure. The WoW story is so stupid, I can't believe people will take this seriously. Like it's the worst writing ever. And you, know and you and you write it. I'm part of the team, let's say. Or whatever. Like it, it's crass, but like I don't think you should be fired for that. And it gets worse. The story gets worse, by the way. No, and this, and, but there's more to this tweet, too. She referred to these people as asshats. This Whatever. guy was being referred to as an asshat, too. Well, you, you're antagonizing your customers at the point. That's the biggest issue. You, you're Look, if you don't want to... Look, don't talk about your job or your game on your personal account. The moment you are being seen as a representative of the company you work for, guess what? You're not a, you say, why, why are you being seen? Because you're talking about your job and your the, to your to your company's customers. What are you talking about that? Okay. Again, like like I said, so you, by your logic, the guy who says kill all black no, people oh or something God. equally stupid on Twitter, you would defend that guy, right? You say yes. he should be fired? But Why? I would defend him, but for some reason. I believe if it's on your personal account, that should stay part. You could not invite that guy to the party or whatever, but that should be separate from your work. And I think in this world that we get to, right, this world that we're getting to with stuff like this uh, is going to create such a weird environment where we have no outlet, Right. You have, to, you have to act a certain way at work, at the office, right? You have to act a certain way at school, whatever. Uh, but th we're getting to this world where there's literally no free space going to be left. The internet was supposed to be that. I have no right. problem people unfriending her on Facebook or whatever, not inviting her to the raids or whatever because she's an ass clown. But when she loses – if it's not taking away from her ability to write, right, the story, and people are consuming the story, it's generally well-received. If, if it's not detracting from what she's being paid for, it should not be – uh, okay, so again, you would you would say somebody who publicly says we should kill all X people and literally being like a Nazi on Twitter while advertising that they work for your company, while they're talking about your product, like specifically engaging in your customers with your product, with her job title at your company, her the way she behaves reflects on the company. That's a fact. Had she talked again, like I said, had she talked about any other game, had she talked about any other like. It was more in the. She's literally talking to Guild Wars 2's customers about about you know her job there. It, it's going to reflect on the company, and they did they did a beautiful job letting her go. I will and I, I think, will admit that she's an edge case because uh, as as people have said in the chat, she has a history of being confrontational and rude like this. Okay, she's an asshole. She's a professional. She wants to be a victim. She wants to create yes, drama. Exactly. It's very like like honestly when I when I read tweets like this, it really I think it hurts the the side she pretends to take up right the feminist case because listen. I'm no SJW, and I make fun of SJWs, but there is a real you, you problem. You are an SJW if you, if you think she'd be fired up for this. What? If you think no. she should be fired. Okay. I so think she'd be fired. If, if it was my company, I would fire her. It, ultimately, it's Arena's job, and 100%, they do whatever they want, right? If it was my company, I would fire in a heartbeat because it's antagonizing my customers, making me lose money, and it's not reflective of my company's behavior. How is it making but, you lose money? But anyway, before, I don't want to get in the details about that. Uh, she's only a representative of the company because we're assuming... Everything someone does off hours represents the company. Why is the that the reality? The, the only, I, I got only... a for you. Every company in America has racist people under their employee right now. Yeah, of course. Right, but most of them keep it quiet. It's on, they're not on Twitter. Yeah, right? and guess what? Every and every single time, one of them says like, "We should kill all you know what? X Y people." Why are you trying to kill them? Get, 
some there are people say of- that they lose their jobs. You know, people say that today and they lose their because because they're it's reflective of the company it's, when they invoke like their position at the company. I think you make the, the problem point with our where, society. If, if if people are thinking that way, right? I'd rather hear it so I know that we have to correct that behavior. And that's yeah, we should process. hear it. We should fire them and get rid of them no, and ostracize. You, you don't get rid of them by firing them. You just drive them to you know to some crazy no. organizations on this, you know. this 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 lady clearly like. Look, obviously we don't we don't know the entire story either. I guarantee like. People at the office just probably hated her because from, from the kind look, of person that she is. Look, I, I agree. She's a bad person, whatever. And she's done this before. And this, But that's not the whole story. Some guy got uh, fired for defending her as well. I don't know the context about the guy defending her, but I just PM'd you uh, an image I want you to share. This is a tweet that she made. This is She's such an asshole. Hold on. Hold on. First is... of all, why couldn't Guild Wars, if I was the boss, I'd say, listen, you're getting a lot of bad press, you know, right? I want you to stop tweeting. If you do that, you can stay. But if you keep tweeting like this, I will fire you. She should have got a warning like that instead no, of firing because, her. The problem is the moment she said this, right, all her other previous shitstorms came up too, like this tweet, for example. I doubt her boss at Guildwars follow her Twitter account and knows all the bullshit she said, right? But when all the bullshit comes out, you got to cut You got to cut ties with her. I, I didn't even, they didn't keep tabs on this woman on everything she's tweeted. But when she says something like the kindest thing you can say is this was in relation to Total Biscuit's death. She tweets that she basically celebrates that Total Biscuit died. You don't have to like the guy, but why on earth would you say something so inhuman like this? You're just an asshole. I don't care who it is. This is such a douchebag thing to do. Okay. It's, it's inexcusably an asshole. And, and they, they probably once all the shit came out, like we, we, we don't want to we, we want to get rid of her. There's, they don't want to reform her. She's toxic. Look, okay. She could be toxic. You can say stop. Why are you tweeting? De- why you, wait, just get rid of her? Why are you defending her? I'm defending her because I'm defending freedom, okay? Yeah, the free and the fire. You know that, right? They're, they're allowed to do that. Sure, they're allowed to do that. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not. But we're going to get to, if, if we do this, right? We're going to get to a world where companies are going to decide, get to decide everything you can think, everything you can say. If you say, uh, maybe McDonald's not good for you, you're going to get fired from your job at, like, uh, as a police officer. Is that the world you want to live in? Hold on. If you're a, no, but but that that's not that's not the case because what? if 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 you're if you're like a McDonald's uh like food safety guy and you're tweeting that well McDonald's is hilariously bad yeah then you're gonna get fired. But if you you know that that's a limitation on work. Like you when you represent your company, Wait, you have you, to follow their policy. Repre- what do you mean represent? If you work for a company, you gotta do everything they say. That's basically no, what you're saying. When you she was literally engaged in talking about her work Look, and her she's company. Extreme. She's extreme. I get it. But I'm saying if just because I work for a company now everything all my everything everything I can say. On the internet, whether it's on an, a game, inside a game, on playing a game, on Twitter, on Facebook, every on YouTube, what kind of videos I can make, everything I can do in my life, who who I mer- is decided by this company I work for now. It's a slavery. But that's not what's happening. It is what's what you're no. saying. No, I'm saying if when you she's represent not your a representative, company, she's not representing her company. She's representing herself. That's what she's yeah, representing. At her company, talking about her work at that company. Okay. Anyway, look at look at this, look at this other tweet. I, I I thought this is just beautiful. Beautiful irony. And this actually makes me so happy. Like, I, I laughed when I saw this previous tweet as well. So this other tweet uh, she put out like a while ago. I don't know if you remember the who that guy at Google who was fired. Do you remember his name? Uh, Demore? Demore. When Demore was fired at Twitter, yeah. she replied to this guy who says, like, there's no anybody understand the First Amendment. And she replied, shouldn't have to keep saying this, but the First Amendment only protects from government censorship. Social slash financial consequences are free speech working as intended. So okay. she's advertising that Demore, who got fired at Google, for passing a memo about women in the workplace, that was a great thing, and free speech is working perfectly. When the exact thing happens to her, where she gets fired for spreading her bullshit, that is just a beautiful irony at its finest. She was celebrating 
this guy at Google losing his job for passing for, for you know privately, literally privately, internally discussing uh, workplace policies at Google for women. That was a beautiful thing in her eyes. But when she loses her job for the same thing, this is this is I agree with her. This is first amendment working as intended. God bless that she got fired for this. Okay, once again, but just because she's wrong about someone else being fired over nothing doesn't mean you know like it makes it it's not over now. nothing. She's a, look, she's a, she's a bad person. She's a hypocrite. Whatever. Okay, I get that. I'm not defending her character. I'm saying this is going to lead to more control. Our lives are going to be more controlled. But the only part that I think is, is the logical conclusion from this is when you're talking about your company and your work, you do it in a professional way. That's it. Whether you're on the clock or off the clock, if you don't like it, you're going to get fired. That's that's the reality of it. And it's always oh, been the reality. That has not always been the reality. Before the moment was, when social media, when internet came along. The moment you represent your company in poor light or act unprofessionally with with your customers' customers, you're done. I, if you're I, a sales rep, if you're a sales rep at like at IBM or some shit, right? And whether you're on the clock or not, if a customer calls you and you tell them to go fuck himself, you're gonna lose your job. Guess what? You were off the clock, right? You told them, ah, fuck, yeah, I don't want to deal with this shit right now, you know. And you, you start spouting well, racist shit. Every out. single one of us has moments like that. Okay. Yes. We get and, angry. And it's our maybe, job. Maybe she's we, drunk. We, Okay, whatever. She, she was drunk when she wrote this. No, she. In fact, By the way, it's, it's very. Look, our president goes on tweet Twitter and just harasses people. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So this is yeah. the world hey, we live. If in. Our president works for a company. He'd be fine. If You're fired. Be, anyway, my point is. Like, by the way, guys, uh, I've actually I am currently enjoying a seven day ban on Twitter myself. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good for you, all time. So I okay, look, and here's what happened, uh, and I can see how they misunderstood it. Oh, know? of course, they misunderstood it. No. Let me explain it, and then you can explain, decide. Explain okay, your story. So here's what happened, guys. I, I'm curious what your opinions on this are. So it was a, a tweet about that, a video of that um, that Trump supporter with the hat in the in the fast food joint. And uh, some guy came over, stole his hat, and dumped soda on his face, right? And then walked out. And I, I let this, this is the response to that, something along these lines. I hope this becomes a trend so I get to see a video in the future of someone trying this on a redneck, you know, with a gun, and then getting shot. Because it'd be a good content for me, like a funny video, like not really funny, but kind of morbid. Now they banned me for seven days because they assumed I was trying to incite that action. Like I was right. What I was trying to say is, if you if this becomes a trend of you know people taking these "Make America Great Again" hats off people's faces, eventually they're gonna take the hat off someone who's like some redneck guy with a gun, right? And like I got banned, and and I'm I'm not. I I don't think it was. I don't think it was an unjust ban. Maybe I mean I wasn't trying to imply that you should shoot them. Just that it will happen if you do. If if, if it becomes a trend that thousands of people are taking these hats off people and Trump supporters, yeah, ha- it's going to happen. Yeah, eventually, sure. one yeah. of those guys going to pull a gun, right? Yeah. I was not saying you should do that. Just that it will happen eventually if this becomes a trend. Anyway, so that's my ban. Uh, I can see how that was be misunderstood, right? And if I but worked at like, if I worked at like. Uh, fucking Exxon Mobil, I'd probably be fired over this, right? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. But but why? I, Wait, why? Because they're, they're your employer and they can fire you at will. Sure, and if you if you make them look bad, they're going to fire if you. If that video came out, right, of someone doing that, uh, some guy taking a to make America great again and some guy shooting him, everybody would be watching it. It'd be like, it'd be like news. It'd be on the news. Everyone watching it. Yeah, of course. So why should so, I be fired uh, for uh, saying, oh, this is going to happen? It's interesting. I, I don't see how your story re- relates to this. But the point is, I read several of her interviews. She gave numerous statements over to, uh, I think, Polygon and Kotaku. But what's, what's really hilarious is she still plays the victim the entire time and it actually really frustrates me because uh she she was given like she just doubled down on everything she said 
she, at no point did she feel like she did something wrong. And when, when it I don't was obvious care about her personal character, like that's not look. She's obviously. A, by the way, just that first tweet, she's obviously looking to be a victim, right? She's looking yes, for yes, people to be like. For, she, yes. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm not trying to defend her character. Okay, I yeah. you know that's not my issue here. I'm just saying, if if you're okay with this, by the way, were you so you're okay with that the more guy being fired too, right? Then no issue with that. Yeah, of course not. So you have no issue with anyone firing I, anyone for any reason. Yeah. I mean, okay. But, 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 but yeah, ultimately, it's up to the company to fire whoever they want for whatever reason they want. And I, I, I can say in certain cases, it's more justified than other cases, you know? Uh, I'll give you a, Okay, so by the way, guys, uh, I know someone in chat probably knows about this. So the, guy, the other guy who got fired for defending her, I think his name was Peter. Um, someone mentioned that. He had worked at ArenaNet for 12 years. Okay. Imagine working for a company for 12 years and then being fired... Because you are saying, hey, guys, wait a minute. Maybe you shouldn't fire over this. Maybe, you know, should, you know. Uh... Is that all she said? Is that all he said? Because I, I didn't read his, his tweets and interjections. No, he, was just, he was just defending her, saying, oh, this guy, you know, whatever. But he got fired. Like, what kind of, like, it's clear from this story that, that, that this arena has no loyalty to its, custom, uh, to its employees. 12 years. That's a quarter of his career, his career lifespan. Right? Right. The, look, again, the problem is she, is, she was very clearly speaking... Him? I, I don't know his story. I don't know his specifics, right? Because everything I read talks about uh, Look, Jessica Price. The, if, if, I, if I'm an empl employ, employer and my employee for, for 12 years, okay, I would even I would not fire him the next day. By the way, this was literally the next day he, he got mm -hmm. fired. They both got fired. One yeah. day. And and, and, the, and the boss said the only reason it took a whole day is because it was July 4th. It was a holiday. It was, it, they were off work. So this guy worked for you for 12 years, and because he defended someone on Twitter – Right, you fire him immediately. The the next working hour that you're in the office, you fire him. Like it's up, it's up to them. Yeah, sure. She's clearly toxic, and, and and I guarantee that day they were they were they're off. They were looking at her previous tweets, and they found that she's a horrible person of working in your company. Somebody that celebrates the death of a you know a, a respected well known streamer and all the other shit she said on Twitter. She's clearly a toxic waste, and all that became public to ArenaNet like after this happened, right? Because like I said, Arena isn't literally monitoring all her tweets. They don't give a shit about her. It only came to everyone's attention after this. So, yes, they want to get rid of her. And uh, thanks for sure. the subscription. What about Marco. him? What about, uh, I, I, I can't speak for I don't know about that. Okay, I, can't, I can't speak. I don't know the details either. And someone in chat mentioned that maybe he was also on the shit list for being an asshole before this. I don't know. But assuming he's just a normal average worker for 12 years before this. But yeah, I agree. That's awful. If he was literally just an average worker and, and all he said was, you know, maybe we shouldn't fire. If, if that's all he said, that's fine. But I don't think – there's no way that's all. That's so incomprehensible you'd be fired for just saying, you know, Hey, maybe maybe we shouldn't fire. No, he must have gotten. He must have also. I think he maybe he was the one that called other people asshats. Like, if 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 he was atta also attacking the customers, he should be fired. That that's all there's to it. Look, when you're engaging your customers, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on the phone, whether you're on the clock or not, doesn't matter. The moment you are representing your company, where she self-identifies as a employer arena net and everything, like, and, and this is literally like talking about her job, her writing the game, and the customers directly. You can't do that. That's it. Just don't be an asshole to your customer. Be an asshole to anyone else. You know, that's it. And I still, it blows my mind that she made this a gender issue because, uh, slightly off topic here, I do think that if you're, you know, a woman working at a gaming company or literally a girl that plays video games, you are harassed at a higher rate than men are harassed. Like, real talk. Like, when, when a girl hits the push of talk button on Overwatch or any game with voice chat, real talk, we all assume. She probably like she's gonna be worse. She's a, she's like a support main. She probably sucks, right? And anytime that you see a girl with like a diamond rating or a really high rating, the first thing you think of is that she probably got carried there by her boyfriend. Very rarely we think, oh, she's probably a really good player at this game. I'm guilty of that too. I think 
when I hear when I hear like, oh shit, this girl's really high rated. She probably got carried by her boyfriend or something. That's my first thought as well because that does happen a lot, but it's not always the case. So I do think there is there is this almost subconscious level of discrimination, maybe some negative thought to, to girls in gaming. So, but what she's doing is literally hurting the cause so much because people are going to double down against this bullshit. Like people are going to be more jaded when they see stuff like this because I'm sure there'll be cases where uh, you know maybe they might get unjustly fired. But from what I'm from everything I've read, she got she got exactly what she deserves. She just seems like an like an unpleasant person to work with. Uh, she just she did a really shitty thing to antagonize her customers, and she got exactly what what she deserved. I, so I can't see why this couldn't be discussed internally and a decision made. Why it was discussed so internally that holy shit, she's so toxic. What the fuck were we thinking hiring her? That that was the thought process yeah, yeah. Of, I, of the guy that hired of the, of the president of the company, the co-founder who fired her directly. It wasn't even like, I don't think it was even her HR manager. It was literally the president of the company that fired yeah, her. Yeah. By yeah. the way, guys, I have, a, I have a conspiracy theory. Are you guys ready? Cue, I'm going to cue the F, uh, X-Files music. One sec. All right, let's hear the conspiracy I got music, a conspiracy. No, as far as I know, nobody's reported on this yet. Made this connection. Okay. All right, this is Alex Jones level connecting going on, all right? No, yeah, uh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. X-Files song. All right, here we go, boys. Got to play it. Uh, Black Bag, again, people are, again, there is definitely a negative... You know connotation with female gamers and it is unjust and unfair to her and i'm a little guilty of it too but that but what she does really hurts her case all right here we go music got cued here we go this is this is what really happened guys all right so there was a tweet storm this would not have made the president's eye this would not, not have caught the president because like you said it wasn't his manager that fired her right it was the president of the founder of the company fighter and mm -hmm. this is why they did it ready nc so arena net is owned by nc soft NCSoft is based in Korea. A few months ago, well, Korea had a huge scandal over some uh, hardcore, a year ago, I think. Uh, uh, this hardcore feminist group uh, was causing all these problems in Korea. Uh, you guys can read the story here. Basically, what happened is the incel movement, I guess you could call it, is much bigger in Korea. So a, a few of these feminist uh, employees tweeted a few, you know, funny, jokey things like, you know, these guys, these these gamers have small penises or whatever, right? And then they got freaking harassed up the ass by this group of incels. And the companies had to end up firing a lot of these women. This woman, this one woman, merely retweeted uh, something with, with, with one, like, uh, keyword in it that was, like, related to this feminist movement. Nothing derogatory. And they got, they got an inquisition against them. So NCSoft learned from this that they didn't want to deal with this feminist stuff at all. So I think the president of NCSoft called the ArenaNet guy and said, fire everyone involved in this. Don't... Don't review it. Don't do anything. Just get it done with right away. And that's, that's why it went so fast. So that the interesting bits about that story that Altai was talking about, like there were several voice actors fired for uh, for a South Korean game. I think it was closed. It, it was for Soul Worker Online, I believe was the game, right? Mm -hmm. So what happened was, I think one of the Soul, one, you know, I might be mixing up a few stories, but the gist of it is um, I think one of the ladies who, one of the voice actresses for Soul Worker was wearing a t-shirt that says like, um, I don't need a, Prince to save yeah. him or something. Just right? that got them fired. Just wearing this shirt and, in Korea. And that fired. shirt was sold by a by a radical feminist group called Megolia. And that group is very much hated by a lot of the a lot of gamers really hate them. And they do some very extreme things, like really, really extreme, stupid things, like basically saying, you know, if you have a if if you have a, if you have a if you're pregnant with a boy, you should get an abortion. You should only have you should only have a kid if it's a girl. Like they're very radical uh feminists right so anyone associated with them in any way whether it's if you like any of their tweets if you wear any of their merchandise your company like it you you will get fired from the company you work for 
even if you like a tweet. So there was one case, I think, with IMC Games, the guys that make Tree of Savior. The guy, the guy who started that company is a very well respected in the industry. And when one of her, one of his employees was caught, like, like what she did was she liked a tweet that was not very radical, but one of the random tweets from this group. She was like, she was interviewed and like every everything she was asked about every tweet she ever liked, all her thoughts on like feminism and everything. And at the end, they let her go. They didn't fire her, right? But it shows how much more extreme this kind of behavior is in South Korea. And what happened actually was pretty remarkable because when the when the when the two there was two actors that were fired from Soul Worker, after the, after the company that makes Soul Worker fired them, the game's player base jumped two hundred percent. Like people flocked to the game to like reward them with players for firing these two girls. And in fact, the the, the employees at the office re- re- received like gift baskets because the the male gamers just wanted to reward them for firing them. So maybe I think I'll tell you trying to say maybe the because because ArenaNet's parent company is NCSoft and they're they're based in South Korea. This 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 like controversy has plagued NCSoft, Nexon, IMC Games, like all the big companies in Korea have dealt with this. Then maybe they just gave a phone call to Arena to just fire, like yes. end this at the butt. But I, I don't think it has to be a conspiracy though, because I don't think you have to dig that far in. Because our, arguably a lot of the stuff that's happening in South Korea, like it is really bizarre. Like firing somebody for wearing a t-shirt seems insane. Yeah, I think you guys should definitely read this article in Kotaku about this uh, this movement and how intense the hatred of like these female feminist people are in, in Korea. Ready though? I'll tell you. Ready Kotaku? Fake news. All right. I, 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 right? It, I, I hate this like use Trump's uh, terms, but like what? Why is it? I was here? really, I, I was really upset. Like when I was when I was reading this story, right? Uh, what I did was basically the day it came out, I, I just, I just, I put my own post on Mos.com about it. Very clear. I linked to the Reddit thread. I linked to the original tweet, and like I, I, I tried to not editorialize it too much. It seemed like a bit ridiculous, and I left it out there, right? But then when I read Kotaku, I read Polygon, I read GameIndustry.biz, I read like. Five different outlets for this exact story, massively OP, and every single outlet, every single one is defending uh, Jessica Price. It, it seems so well, obvious too. to me. Hold yeah, on, hold but on. it seems Listen so. Hold on. Okay, go, go ahead. Finish right. My point is, it just seems like, but the players are so very much almost on board that this she should have gotten fired. Okay. There were some people, not everyone, obviously, but the vast asshole, majority. She should get fired. I get that, but listen. Yes. Here's, here's the issue. She made that tweet about Total Biscuit, right? Which, by the yes. way, in my opinion, is a hundred times worse than this. Yeah, sure. Okay, but but the point is, it didn't represent ArenaNet. She wasn't talking about Guild Wars Two. She wasn't talking about writing stories for Guild Wars Two ArenaNet. That was her personal opinion. But, even, but the moment you you're talking about your job at your company to your your customers, look, that's different. Even if she got fired after a couple of weeks or whatever, or even days, I'd get it. But the fact that it happened so quickly, right, by the president, by the founder, okay. I think it supports my theory that this was not Arena's choice. This was a no. call from the boss, the super boss back in Seoul, Korea, where they hate women. By the way, I think Korea is like literally the worst in the OECD for like, you know, female. You know, if you get an abortion in Korea, you go to jail. So anyway, it's, and the, you know, porn is banned in Korea. So it's, it's this huge, it's this weird world, you know. Uh, everyone, everyone hates the Middle East for all this gender inequality, but East Asia is just as bad, guys. Don't let them trick you, right? Turkey, Middle East. It's a good place. Anyway, so this is all. There was this one by NCSoft. It was not Arena Net's choice. That's my conspiracy. Yeah, whatever. But my my point is that all these big media outlets. It just seems so bizarre that so many of them like maybe Mass Movie was uh, was a bit more neutral, but it, it they were very much like blaming Arena Net and NCSoft as like almost like making the poor choice and like and they always they all like basically said that like 
they're they're they betraying their employees. Oh, they did betray. If you, they work, guy worked there twelve years. He doesn't get a he doesn't get like a warning to just shut up and not be on Twitter. To how about what if you tweeted? I'm sorry. After further inspection, I was wrong. She she was being rude, and therefore uh, I I apologize. He didn't get a chance to say that. Right. So out of, out of curiosity, let's say uh, with 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 your you work at Google. And you start tweeting really racist shit on no, Twitter. No, no, no. You, oh, hypothetically, no. Do, you, do you think you should, you should do you think you should be allowed to say, "Oh, J.K. was all a joke"? Okay. No, you 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 cool. should get your ass out of the building and you're cool. fired. You should never work there again. That's it. Cool story. Now let's say uh, someone tweeted, "Hey guys, I work at Google as well." And that the more guy, I don't know if he should have got fired for that. It wasn't, you know, he was just kind of you know saying his opinion. And imagine I got fired for that for defending him. Hold on, but are you saying that's what happened? Because if that if that's what happened, I agree that was bullshit. You should have gotten fired. But okay. I don't think that's what happened. There's no way they would fire him for literally just, just they, saying they that. They would if the order came from Seoul. No. But yes. No. See, the order to fire them came from Seoul, and the guy, Arena, that guy had no control over it. That's what happened. All right? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it's what happened. That's what happened, boys. I'm calling it. Yeah. For, we, I, 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 I got to find OG reporting, okay, from your man Altai right here, live. No, I, I, I want to see if I can find the original tweet. By, it, nobody, nobody shares it, the tweet by Peter Fry's, apparently, the guy that, that defended her, apparently. So I, I can't find what he said exactly, but if they fi- yeah, I agree. If you're firing over just literally defending a colleague, you should be allowed to apologize and say all that shit. But I'm talking specifically about this this woman, and most of the most of the mainstream coverage was unusually disconnected from the way uh, the Guild Wars Two community felt. And and whether you like it or not, Arena Net is not is not uh, does not answer to SGW. They answer to their customers. No, no Arena matter Net, what, Arena Net. Answers to one person, NCSoft. That's it. They're 100% owned by NCSoft. That's the only yes. person they respond to. Yes, and guess who Arena answers to? Who NCSoft answers to? Do you know who they answer to? It's their customers. No, no they're yeah, Korean what? customers. What? No, they, they want to make money. What are you talking about? Yeah, All and, their but, customers. And where, and where does most of their money come from? South Korea. Okay. And in South Korea, the, the male gamers are an, hugely anti this feminist movement, right? And, and NCSoft said, holy shit, we don't want to fucking lash back. But, and, and you're, you're, you're bringing, you're, what you're saying isn't related because what I'm it saying is. No, because she got fired. They both got fired because of NCSoft and the, and the drama and the politics of South Korea. That's these it. are not mutually exclusive because you realize the 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 Guild Wars Two player base overwhelmingly supports Arena's decision. Okay, so yeah. they answered correctly to to Arena's customers. They could be also overlapping with the intentions from Seoul from South Korea, but they answered. The, okay. But 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 I don't understand why it was presented as, by Kotaku and Polygon as like. They were just just being really bad company, but they're I, not. They're, they're, I they were answered their why. customers because it was so sudden, right? It was a quick decision, including the second guy who was there for twelve years. Yeah, that's and what all makes the customers. All the NCSoft customers. If they said, "Look, you both post an apology. We're going to do internal. We're going to do an internal study, and then in a week, we're going to either fire them or, or suspend them or something." By the way, you know, a cop can literally shoot a kid in the middle of the street with ten cameras on him, and he gets suspended. That's paid suspension. That's what he gets. And this guy has, "Hey guys, maybe you're being mean to this this lady." Uh, I've been here for 12 years, and then you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. Next I, day, I, literally I, the next I, working hour. He's I, I, I don't, I don't see how the, this whataboutism has anything to do with this. She was clearly toxic, and Forget everything I've read about her. Forget about her. She's gone. She's done. She's Whatever. done. She's fired. Okay, I don't know do? about the other guy. I said I don't know about the other guy. Well, I do. Already? He's part okay, of it. Well, you do? You do? What do you, yeah. what, can, you, can you tell me verbatim what he said? He said, yes, you're mansplaining. You're being uh, sexist. That's all he said. So, along those lines. Well, not, <laughs> I don't know. If that's all he said, I agree with you, but I don't think it's all he said. Anyway, I think I think he you think you owe him literally one day of, of uh, investigation. Look, July fourth has happened. July fifth, when July fourth is a working holiday, as a holiday. So on fifth, twelve years out the door. How much time could they have discussed it? 
again, we, we, we don't know the internal workings of maybe maybe this guy had a huge file on him. Maybe he was the biggest asshole in the world. We don't know. Come on. Maybe this maybe this was the the straw that brought the camels back. However, it was mentioned specifically with with at least with Price. She was never told uh to, like not tweet stuff before because clearly Arena didn't you, keep tabs on her. You think you'd shit. at least warn her after she said, "Oh, I'm glad that guy's dead." You think they knew about that? Do you think the Arena bosses follow her Twitter account and read everything she says? They don't care. The only exactly. time they, oh, they read oh. about it is when it gets news. Oh, exactly. And then the, the founder of the company, all of a sudden, the, literally the next working day, fires both of them with no, like, come on. It, it's clearly an order. She got order. fired with good reason. About the, about Peter Fry's, I don't know anything about it. Whether or not she deserved the firing, I'm actually not interested in that. That's, that's a boring she should, question. She should, be, she should be fired within two minutes making that tweet. The sooner the better. They, sure. they waited too long, if anything. By the manager, right? But the fact that it was the boss, the founder of the company that did Why it. Why does that right? matter? It matters because it clear the decision did not trickle up in time. It was just a... It was a reaction clearly by someone above him. I don't know. I think I think I think it's it's, it's just fine. Think, Wait, things worked whether out. Whether you as... agree with the with the result, I think the way it got there uh, is suspect, and it was not made by the people affected. It was not made by no. It was meant to send a strong signal as well that bullshit like what she just pulled isn't tolerated. That's that was the fact that the founder firing her makes more meaningful that way. It shows that the founder is not going to take this bullshit. That's the, it sent a signal as well. If if somebody is immensely racist at any company, they, they might be fired by the CEO for being an asshole, like publicly fired for being a douchebag. That's what happened, basically. It was a PR stunt to fire her as well. Her firing became a spectacle as well. Okay, Clearly. I will make a bet with you. Let's write this down. One of our many bets we don't follow through. and That it will come out in the weeks ahead, days or weeks, that this was NCSoft making this decision. Directly, without even looking into it. No investigation. Boom. We don't want any part of this feminist crap. You're gone. I don't know. Okay. I, I I do think that there's a real problem with being a female gamer. Whether when you open your like the article, the if you want to be just I I, I just experience it because when I play a game and a random girl will talk, people will instantly start harassing her. Like it happens, not all the time, not like it, it just happens way more. So there's a real issue there, and the stuff that this this whole fiasco is only going to hurt uh, female gamers. No, I think like, it's quite like, a bit more. If you think she should be fired, I hope you, everyone watching, you guys are okay with anytime like a streamer says like the C word or the B word, gone, banned. You you should be okay what? with that. How is that the same? What she's just be, you being a douchebag on internet, you should get banned. You should lose your job, right? That, that's no. the new mentality. What, what, what do you? What do you t- these two things aren't related. Well, if you say if I say the B word, right? If, if, I'm representing if Twitch. Were, I'm streaming on Twitch's platform. You're not a Twitch employee. They're a platform. I no, I, I'm Platforms a contractor. I'm a contractor. Pla- I'm getting no. Paid. You're not. I'm being paid. You're, you, they get two dollars per subscription. Twitch is a platform. What? It's radically different than being an no, employee for a company. You're a contractor. Platform, you, yeah. you realize like like Reddit is a is a platform. Yeah, no one's well. getting paid. And, not, and, and, and hold on, not every view held on every subreddit is the view that represents Reddit. Yes, there are. But there are no. Reddit is not paying me to post on the Donald, but uh, but Twitch is paying me to post on Twitch.tv through. The, yeah, and guess and, and guess what? If you're a Twitch partner and we are you partners. Will be if you're a Twitch partner, they do have the right to to suspend you for for doing really shitty things. It's their right to do it. Yes. Okay, but that's the world we're heading toward, and you're okay with that? You're you're normalizing, uh, depriving people of their livelihood over some rude comments or whatever. It's not rude comments. Oh, my, they're not the same. When you, her total biscuit tweet didn't even matter that much because it wasn't related to the job. Again, we're we're, we're repeating ourselves now. All right. Anyway, we can move on. My conspiracy will be proven right. You'll you'll all see. Right. I'm not, uh, now, we have not. even more. We have another fun story uh, that has to do with uh, uh, internet drama. Yeah, there was a bit of a follow-up to, I think, oh. last week's or the weeks before drama. There was basically, we talked about the Final Fantasy XIV drama last week and uh, with, with a guy named Old Bear. And uh, basically, he was accused by a bunch of like girls in the game of basically um, uh, being a sexual predator and doing all this other evil shit. 
And of course, the drama got spicier. So we talked about a lot of the accusations against him. We'll keep this one pretty brief, and you guys can kind of explore it on your own if you want. But basically, uh, he, he had deleted his Twitter account, but now he's back after 24 hours. And he basically is denying all allegations against him. And he made his own website basically debunking uh, all the evidence presented against him in the PC Gamer article about uh, like all the shit he apparently did. Now, I didn't go through all of this stuff. There's, there's a mountain, a mountain of evidence here trying to, with, with chat logs trying to disprove all the slander against him about the things he did. And this kind of just goes back to what I was saying earlier, and I think we both concluded on our own that this was probably not that big of a deal and that he's just some random internet weirdo and that he's not some kind of rapist or some kind of sexual predator. He's just some, some pervy guy who flirts a lot and that the claims a lot of the girls made were exaggerated. But it, it seems to pan that way as well because I, I read a couple of these stories on here and there's some chat logs in here. It very clearly contradicts a lot that was said in the original PC Gamer article about you know all these sexual predatory behavior done by this guy. And I think it really should have been obvious to anyone that, that looked into this with open eyes. Like if you looked into this headline, if you looked into this story with a, with a fair lens and not an SJW men are evil lens, I think you've arrived at the same conclusion that this guy is probably some weirdo, but it's, it's not like some horrible thing. And after reading this, it definitely pans out that way. Yeah. And here's some, uh, some advice, some gender advice from, from Alta here, from to you guys. Let's hear the gender advice. If you hear a story about like a couple that fought or some like some issue, right? If there's physical uh, damage involved, like bruises or intimidation, yeah. it's the guy's fault. But anything that's anytime a woman claims they were emotionally manipulated or uh, you know tricked or whatever, that's a lie. Because women are the ones who do that stuff. Men don't have to do that. Men can just punch you. Or they're stronger. <laughs> it's the women who are. Uh, Evolved genetically and evolutionarily to be better at manipulation and and uh, turn the phrases and stuff. That's how women controls things, either other women or, or men. So anytime you hear a story where the woman is saying I was emotionally manipulated, uh, she's the one emotionally manipulating because the guy doesn't have to do that. The guy can just smash you in the head and say go cook, you know. <laughs> so there, that's my uh, <laughs> that's my gender take on that. But what's particularly like telling about this 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 Final Fantasy fourteen story was even even I, I read the, I listened to the one sided um, like testimonies from the, these girls who claimed that this this guy manipulated them right I, I the, their testimonies which are obviously one sided representing their what they want to say I read the PC Gamer article which only interviewed uh, the girls and despite all of that every single allegation was so innocuous and like make me roll my eyes like there was no real like I only list, I listed all the I listed two, two of the 40 minute long testimonies and they were just eye rolling like cringe. So e even like that basis was so weak that I, I knew there was there was no real story here. It was just some internet drama that for some reason in the age, well, it's not for some reason, it's because in the age of the Me Too movement that this got a lot more attention than it deserved. And I think it really did a disservice to real victims of sexual abuse and sexual predator predators online. But if you, if you like drama, uh, it's worth reading the PC Gamer article. And maybe following this guy on Twitter because this guy is he's fighting with everyone now. He, he is at the center of like people calling him like a, this evil rapist on Twitter. He's trying to defend himself on his blog. In, in a way, I feel bad for this guy. He's clearly some kind of pervy dude anyway. But like he got way more attention than he deserves. And he's getting a lot more hate than he deserves. So rip this guy. It, it just, it's just so like some of the like, – I'm sure he's presenting presented the evidence the way he wants as well. But it really discredits so much of the, the principal things that were accused against him. Like some of the chat logs he shows – Shows that the, the the these victims like just literally lied in their accounts unless he fakes the chat logs as well. But then they could fake the chat logs as well. So it's 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 a bit of spicy drama if you're interested in that. Indeed, yeah. And guys, I'm not 
trying to discount real cases of this, of abuse, emotional or otherwise. Yeah. It says we clearly don't know either people in these stories, right? Yeah. We don't know the Janes, and we don't know this old bear guy. And yeah. I think, uh, as the media reporting has shown, Omar said, everyone uh, took one side immediately, right? The, but that's the, always going to be the case. That's exactly. like another thing about like the the like if a woman accuses a man of something, especially in this day and age, like very whether it's true or not, the guy's kind of fucked. Okay, like yeah. if somebody says you raped them, whether it's true like true or not, it just you. And most of the time, those accusations are true. But like it, it's in this case, like this well, this emotional manipulation. All, everyone wrote this guy off. I don't even want to get to rape because, like I said, rape involves yeah. physical. There's physical evidence, yeah. yeah, of course. Not just evidence, but it's a physical act. But this kind of internet chatting, manipulate. Come on, like uh, the yeah. women are just as in it as anyone else. And, and what's actually pretty pretty interesting is like this guy. There was like accusations of revenge porn against this guy, and he very clearly debunks that. In fact, he proves with chat, chat logs that other people, like some of these other people, traded in his nudes, like you know, behind his back, and he got proof of that too. So like, if anything, they were sharing nudes of him, like without him, like. You know, if you're, if you're an adult and you send your nudes to anyone, as far as I'm concerned, you gave them permission to spread on the internet. Don't send, yeah. don't put nudes on the internet if you don't want them spreading. Like that is like 101 internet logic. Uh, but yeah, true. But I, I still think you should blackmail for it. any kind of you know revenge no, porn blackmail no, is no. kind of fucked up. One person doing something wrong doesn't give doesn't make the other party right for doing that wrong thing, right? But it's just a matter yeah. of uh, perspective. Yeah, I, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there's there's just a lot of chat logs, a lot of treasure trove, just juicy drama here. If that's your thing, and it just it, it, what's really cringe about this website is he's got all these like uh like quotes plastered on about like about the truth and how important he's got like Obama quotes about truth and stuff on here. It's pretty crazy. Obama quotes. Yeah. Right, I, I got a I got a I got a good story, right? Fun story. This is too much too much heavy stuff, you know. Like people too much fired. heavy stuff. Right, let's go. Let, let's let's get, let's get a little bit lighter. Let's people let's being let's harassed. Get, all right, here's yeah. a better story. Roblox bans players who, quote, gang-raped a seven-year-old's avatar. What the fuck? This is lighter? This is pretty fucking heavy shit to me. Holy what the so fuck. So this mother uh, was walking around as her seven-year-old was playing Roblox. And, you know, they think it's a kid's game, right? Mr. Faster, thank you for the 200 bits. Ooh. And this is what she saw when she walked over to her, her, her seven-year-old's uh, computer. I don't know if you can see anything here. Here we go. So I think they what they did is they used the assets in the game to kinda make something that looks like a little bit like a penis. Do you guys see this? Do you see it? See uh, I don't know if I see a penis share. here. <laughs> so I can uh, I can't see shit in that picture. And uh, this is this is even funnier. So then her character, the seven year old's character, is underground, just when everyone else left, right? And this one is more is even more funny because it kind of looks like the aftermath, you know? She just they left her there. <laughs> what the? Oh, that that last picture is hilarious. That last picture is actually pretty funny. Uh, I, I I did I did see the penis in the last picture though. Yeah, so I, I, I mean I don't know I don't I don't really see it either. I'll be honest, but apparently, but remember they this is um they could only use the assets in the game to make this, so this is the best penis they could make, I guess. But anyway, she left this long triad uh, warning, um, and uh, obviously Roblox has uh, has a zero tolerance policy and has banned the players involved. Mm -hmm. But w what did they actually do? Did they like? Was there any like chat logs of like of like shit going down? Like, w w what actually happened? Nothing happened. 
Uh, I mean, the chat log, SEF34K3, what does that even mean? Nothing happened. I mean, they had to... Girl Being... 6 invited to a sex room while playing children's video game Roblox. How, but uh, how does that even... That's so bizarre. But, like, I'm not surprised that it happens because, like, anytime you have a chat room, like, anytime you have a virtual world with people, they're going to cyber. I feel like that's a natural law of the universe, you know? You put people online in a chat room, there's going to be some cyber business going on in everything, all right? This one's more intense, actually, this story. A six-year-old in the sex room. Uh, it looks like they're actually in a uh, custom modded server. This is can... pretty fucked up, that picture. That that video you're sharing? Now, look, this is the good old internet, baby. This is the good internet. This is the internet I grew up with. I'm actually... I, I am pro-Roblox now. Do you remember, like, we uh, would play... Um, uh, Altai like... likes what he sees, all right? <laughs> Thumbs up for Altai. Look, I remember, as a kid, playing StarCraft 1 custom maps. They'd be games like Protect Hitler, or like, right? Do you yeah, that I remember that shit. That shit was dope. That yeah, shit so was people fun. make custom games where like, some of them would be like, they'd be like civilian Jews or whatever, right? The civilians named Jew. And then you had to like corral them into like the the, the photon cannons or something, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's harmless, you know? Some harmless fun, corralling those civilian Jews into the photon cannons. <laughs> that actually reminds me of uh, another like, when, when, when we first played StarCraft 1 on Battle.net, the first time I saw this emote, though you can't really see it well on Twitter, there's more spaces. On, uh, I, when I saw it on Battle.net, I was like, oh my god, it's like boobies in text form. I thought it was really hot. It's like the first time like I'm, I'm being exposed to this kind of stuff. I was like I was like 10 or something or 9, right? And like, the concept of like, naked girls didn't really appear in my mind. But when I saw that on Battle.net, like, yeah, Pistol, the one you drew, right? When, when I saw that drawn like really well with the proper spacing, I was like, holy shit, boobies. And I remember uh, on Battle.net, there was a game called Strip Kerrigan. I don't know if you remember that all type, but like oh, basically... It was some kind of like tower defense that like every time you beat one wave of, of like of defense, the map gets revealed. The mini map gets revealed, right? And the mini map was shaped like like basically a uh, like pylon shaped like a girl. You could see her titties and like her vagina like uh, in the mini map form. Like it was drawn on the mini map. And I was like, I had to beat this map because like eleven year old Remo didn't know that you could find porn on the internet, you know. But back then it was really hard to find porn anyway. But, like I, I didn't know it existed. I was like, holy shit, I got to see this girl naked. Fuck, I played that game all day. I got, I got like 80% there. Like, I saw like most of what I wanted to see. So I was like, fuck yeah. And this is before, like, you know, you knew how to whack off. It was just, you just really appreciated it before. You, you know what to do down there. So it was, and this was all unsupervised internet, you know? This was a whole trend, too. It wasn't just uh, Kerrigan. So I'm showing one on, on the screen. It's this one's strip, a joke one. Strip Miley, yeah, yeah. But, but there was a whole oh. series of these where the mini map uh, gets slowly revealed as you clear certain stages. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it shows. Some of those, you know, some of those you can actually see boobs on, too, because they, they like import custom scripts into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People on YouTube they put something over the minimap, so, but basically they would just uh, use like the terrain to make a, a picture. Yeah, but it it was like there was there was definitely a certain beauty to this uncensored gaming experience, where people were assholes. But I think um, I think we've gone too far in trying to censor what people can do online. This goes back to a long running discussion we've had for a long time of basically what should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed, and. I've always been okay with toxicity because just words, you know, you can just block people on the internet. You know, there's literally every game gives you a tool to do that. But I think if you if you start policing this as much as, you know, society, as we're doing in society now, it will let this stuff fester out because I think you, you made a good point before. Like, if this all boils up, right? If you can't find an avenue to vent, if I can't vent in an Overwatch game of yelling at somebody, like, maybe, like, somebody might end up, like, shooting a school if you can't vent out over there. You know, he, he might get so fucking pissed off that he's got nowhere to vent. It bottles up inside. It might explode somewhere else. You know, I think there is definitely a, like a relief that comes from like 
venting this out. I, I think it's harmless. If this guy wants to be an asshole, which people do in video games all the time, and I'm used to it, even with all the you know rules in place of not being an asshole, people are always assholes in, in League and Overwatch and any game. You, just, you, just, you mute them, you're done. Problem solved. So I, I've actually never muted anyone. I, I enjoy the shit talk because I shit talk back, and it's some of the most fun I have in online games is shit talking. End of an era, boys. It, 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 is, it is definitely an end of an era to a degree. I'm not sure that how, how how your story about this Roblox gang rape is supposed to be lighthearted. I want to bring something a little you, little you more action lighthearted. I'll this, this 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 it's not even a real penis. I don't know what this is. It's like a. I, I don't know what that is either. Like, come on, this is pretty funny. This is this is All not right. rape, okay? Sure, it's some it's some nonsense. Yeah, I thought but it was this funny. Some, this is this is some actual some some feels video. All right, uh, it's about it's a wreckful gets emotional talking about Asheron's call. Because this goes back to one of the reasons we all play the most still. So I want you to listen to this very short clip. Okay. Uh, with with Rekko. With some grandpa. It was really Put the volume up too. He like he was dual boxing, and then his kids were like, "Why do you like this game so much?" And this is my favorite game ever. Why do you like this game so much more than than other games? And it's just like nothing compares. I don't ever feel lost in a world like I do Aww. with this. It's so cute. You know, I felt that way I'm about up, actually. Aww. Because it, 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 I I relate a lot to that. So I felt that exact way about a game called Endless like, Online. Like talking about games is crazy. Like, That's how you know you found your passion, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you really? Yeah, I just I, I do miss being in a like world like that. And wow. when was the last time you felt that way? <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed. Do you want a hug? No. Do you want a hug? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, like. 2005 he's really you can tell it's there you know like the beginning of oh man i didn't actually play wow vanilla that much wow so it's just it's clearly wreckful being very emotional about the days he played asheron's call you know and any of us played mrpgs growing up it's easy to get emotional because like these worlds that you escape to for us it was ultimate and everquest it was such a it was such a meaningful part of our like our daily existence right like we would be lost in these worlds and we got so much meaning and so much like depth out of these that you just you feel attached to them, and it's it's we're all looking for that feeling again to a degree. Why some people still look forward to MRPGs? Yeah, and I've always thought of it like you know how some kids like uh, they grow up in their back in the in the forest in their backyard or whatever. Mm -hmm. In a, in a way, Omar and I basically grew up in uh, Ultima Online and Norath and EverQuest. You know, like I remember we would just log in and we just walk. Sometimes we just go walking in this in the same zones we were familiar with. We would go fishing. Mm -hmm. There'd be people we would just check you know hang out with in certain areas and just talk. Um, yeah. It's definitely, uh, you know, it's good memories, but uh, he, he's a little uh, lost in it, I guess. I don't know. No, I, I, I think it easily. When you're talking about it, it, it shows that he really cared for this game. And then it shows how much, like, the genre, like, it, it meant to him, you know? And I think it, it's hard to get that feeling from another kind. Like, I, we played tons of, we played StarCraft 1 before we played Ultima Online, we, but we never felt the same way. It was never this emotional connection. Do, the way. do you know why? See, he's, a, he's messing things up. I think people feel that way about their first experience and everything like and i used to think ultima online everquest these were just better great games right the best they were they were but listen here's what changed my mind i talked to uh i i, I made friends with some uh dota players and they uh they played ragnarok online too that was their first and only mmorpg and these people were telling me how great it was uh, i had an amazing time i had so many friends we went on raids we did like these pvp it was amazing like i wish i could go back like i was like wait a minute this sounds like me when i'm talking about everquest right yeah. or ultima online but they had to, 
they were so I, I played at Ragnarok Online 2 for a bit. It was it was garbage. Like it was it was a, but hold on. The, it was the, trash. the point is I don't think in more PG but the thing is he had that feeling with an MMORPG. I don't think he had that feeling with an RTS with an FPS. MMORPG is more emotionally sure. involved. Yes, but my point is the quality is not what makes it uh good or bad. It's just like the first experience. You know what I'm saying? Like the the first mm-hmm. time you look yeah, at that's like support, yeah. Like you know, I we, Omar and I live in Las Vegas. And we're surrounded by mountains. And I remember when I first moved here, I sometimes would just look at the mountains, right? And I still do once in a while, but it was amazing. But then it just becomes the background. Uh, and I think it's the same thing with MRPGs. Like you guys, you will not be able to relive that f- feeling of your first MMO. Like I'm sorry, it's just, it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not, it's the, the problem is not that there's not good MRPGs coming out. It's that you just cannot relive that first experience. I agree. The first experience is the most important because the guys we we shared a few stories of people you know sharing their stories about their first MMOs. Some guy told me how uh, RF Online was like the game for him and it made him so emotional and it was like the best game he's ever played. And it was a, there was a pretty sad story about that he shared too. So it, it is definitely more important with your first MMO. But the point is, it exists with uh, with MMO. Like it doesn't happen with FPS games because again, our first FPS game was Doom uh, on, on on DOS like back in Windows ninety five days. You know we we played Doom back then. We played it a lot because it was like one of the only PC games we had. We just didn't have that same connection to Super Mario World as well. You know, I, I remember Super Mario World vividly. I remember we played that game. Like, we, we, I forgot, we were so young. It was the first video game we've ever played, the Super Mario World. When we first got our SNES, we were at our, you know, the first house we lived in Patterson, New Jersey. And I remember that vividly, but I, I don't, it doesn't, I was never emotionally involved in that game the way I was with Ultima Line, with the friends I made in that game, with, with the enemies <laughs> I've made, with the lore I created. You can't make friends. I was a part of that story, yeah. But I will say. And those are always more, you know, emotional. Yeah, yes, but but that um, I think I kind of felt the same way about StarCraft though. Omar and I were pretty invested in StarCraft uh, and Diablo Two, which I know is not an MMORPG, but it was pretty close at the time. I think Diablo Two I was pretty immersed in as well. Yeah. And most and most will do that to you. You didn't do Doom the land parties. I think we were too young for Doom land parties. We did Counter Strike One Point Six and Quake and Unreal Tournament Two K Four and Quake yeah, Three. Yeah. Those those were those are the games we played in lands. No, we got we we got the heavy side of the way. Anything anything more lighthearted to share? Uh, uh, okay. I love Ubisoft. I don't know how to pronounce. You it. love Ubisoft. I love Ubisoft because they're just like trolls. You know, fuck fuck you play. All right, continue. I don't like you play, but I do like when when D two came out. Altai was like ten. I'm thirty now, so I don't know. I'm I'm thirty, so I think I was the right age for enjoying. Yeah, we, we both played Diablo two very early on. Yeah. Maybe not like on release day, but we played within a year of release. We played before the expansion came out. Oh, 100 percent. We played yeah, well yeah. before the, before the expansion. Yeah. And yeah, I think we were, we were old enough to know what's going on. Like we weren't like really young. Anyway, uh, so Ubisoft, I like the fact that they they tell it how it is and they use the phrasing that they know will annoy uh, like the hardcore gamers, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a here's a good case study here. Uh, Ubisoft VP says company moving away from finite experiences. I just love that phrasing. Finite you know, experiences. This, well. You know, you know what they mean? Like the single player, you you play and beat games. Basically, yeah. they're they're hinting that they want to make more of those live services. The term that everyone hates now. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Personally, I like live services. You know, all MMR, all MMORPGs are live services, right? Diablo Two was a live service. Um, so I'm okay with this term, but uh, I, I can see why some people uh, triggered by it. Mm-hmm. Live services. Uh, Shalan, Omar, and I played a shit ton of Major Parts Two. We played at least a thousand hours each. Um, yeah, it was a big part of our childhood. But again, despite that, again, and more PGs have always left a more lasting memory. Like, I, I, we played so much StarCraft One, WarCraft Three. We probably more WarCraft Three than most of more PGs we've played. But 
for some reason, just the stories we made and the experience we've had in MMORPGs were more memorable to us. And I think it's just the, the nature of the genre, which is why you know, it's easy to get emotional about the first few you played. I, I think Age of Empire 2 had a big impact on me. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I, I remember I replayed all the campaigns to hear the dialogue. The quality mm -hmm. they put into Age of Empires 2 at the time was amazing. They had the voice mm -hmm. acted um, like scenes before each of the levels in the cutscene in the in the campaigns. They taught you the the history. Yeah. True. I think I've told you guys my El Cid story, right? Uh, say it again. All right. So middle school, early middle school, uh, we're taking a Spanish class, right? In in you know U.S. elementary school, public school, it's it's a joke, right? Hola, one, two, three, four, whatever. And then for one week, for whatever reason, we're doing Spanish history week okay so at that time instead of teaching all you know all the colors and crap they taught us about spanish history so the, the teacher's like we're talking about el cid and then someone so she asked has any of you and the teacher was spanish from spain and she asked have you has anyone heard of el cid and obviously nobody's heard of, i raised my hand i go yeah he drove the moors out of uh, spain you know took three conquista and she's like oh my god how do you know that i'm like yeah you know i read it i, I didn't want to say i played a game i'm like you know i read about it you know just a uh, passing interest you know <laughs> <laughs> in between Ola and Uno Dos Tres, I was just reading about El Cid. I think yeah, I got yeah, an A for the rest of She loved, like, she graded me so like leniently after that, even though like it didn't, uh, nothing you know mattered. It wasn't related to that. Good times. Good times. Adrian Paris Two is a good source of history. All right. I think I learned Tenochtitlan from uh, Adrian Paris Two's yeah. uh, expansion. All right. <laughs> also, it helped me with that too. Actually, the Cortez shit, because around yeah. that that year in our history class, we were talking about the Aztecs invading. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was easy for me just because of Age of Empires 2. There you go, boys. Age of Empires 2 should be mandatory. Uh, Honestly, mandatory for school if, they, if they made you... Actually, t kids today are spoiled with like Fortnite and crap, so they wouldn't play it. They would kids today it. couldn't even beat the campaign Age of no. Empires 2. No way. They, 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 they can't. It's too, it's too, it's too, games have been dumbed down. You know, you can't do it. I, I do really think there is some value if you can incorporate... like In, like, in like, a European history class... Or you know, for just play through the story of Empires Two as like homework. Kids would love to do that shit, you know. And it doesn't be like the whole time you're playing games, right? Like maybe like for one day, for one lesson, you know, your homework is to is to go through the story of Empires Two. And, and kids will have fun doing it. It's, it's a game. But the problem now is games have gotten so much easier that like maybe they won't be able to do it. Yeah, I think not, you're right. not, not that it was difficult by the way. The story, the campaign was made to be like pretty easily doable. But compared to today's standards, it's like god tier difficult. My NA brain can't handle boring games. I need royal loot boxes. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine like a uh, like a teacher showing kids Age of Empires two today, and then the kids like, uh, where's that loot box? How do I get new outfits for my for my like militiamen? Like, what are you talking about? Why do you want outfits for your militiamen? That's not the point of the game. God damn it! Like, build a base, upgrade your goddamn militiamen, attack. No, no, no. I want I want to upgrade. <laughs> that actually brings me back to an interesting point you were gonna mention, Altai. So you you were talking about the rankings in StarCraft two. Oh yeah. Let me bring that up. I have that. It's gonna, it's gonna, you said it's gonna trigger me, so I'm excited to hear it. Okay, here we go. This boys. goes back to our discussion about games kind of getting a little more casualified. And this is very, we, you've probably vent a lot about Overwatch's rankings. So apparently, StarCraft 2 rankings are, are, are apparently worse. So let's hear it. So here we go. So these are the worldwide ranking distribution in StarCraft uh, 2 currently. And this is 1v1 ranked. Here we go. So bronze, which is the lowest rank, only 3% of players are in bronze. Then silver is 21, gold is 22, platinum is 23, diamond is 24, and masters is 5%. Now, what kind of world do we live in where the lowest rank is also the lowest number of people in it? And then as you go up from, from silver to diamond, they get more common. 
That's insane. What kind of distribution is this? I don't understand. Like, it, it, it really baffles me. So, basically, if you're not master, if you if you play StarCraft and you're not masters, you're not ranked as far as I'm concerned. What kind of ranking is this? Where diamond is more common than platinum, and platinum is more common than gold? I, I don't get it. it. It's this weird mentality of maybe making everybody feel good. You know, if you just reshuffle these rankings and these words, it'll make people feel good about themselves. And it, it really does feel unbelievably stupid. Where you know, gold is supposed to be good. Like, if you're gold in like the Olympics, right? You're supposed to be like you're supposed to be pretty good. But like, no, in this, if you're gold in StarCraft Two, you are literally below average. In fact, you could be in the bottom twenty-five percent. You could have a twenty. You could be the twenty-fifth percentile of player, and the game says, "Congratulations! Here's a gold medal." <laughs> in what world does that make sense? It's absurd. If you're bronze, like you bought to be bronze is pretty impressive. You know, there's it's easier to be masters than bronze. I mean, masters is five percent, bronze is three percent. It's really, it's so disingenuous that like these words that like gold and silver should have meaning because these are the words we use in the Olympics, right? But you could be gold at this really stupidly low rating. If you're bottom twenty five percent, you're gold. You could be a twenty fifth percentile player and be a gold player. That is, I hate that. And Overwatch follows a similar metric, though theirs is not nearly as bad. Overwatch is bad, but nowhere near this bad. How could that be top 25%? You give a 75 on a test and you're a diamond tier? Come on. Yeah. I, I, I lost a lot of respect to these games that, that do this bullshit, this feel good mentality, which I think isn't really doing anyone service. Let me see so what this is. I linked you the League of Legends ranked distribution. I still have so much respect for the ranked distribution in League of Legends. So much respect because everyone is basically silver. And then if you're gold in League of Legends, it means something. It means you're in the like top top thirty five percent or so. That's that's not bad. You know that's still kind of a stretch of what gold should mean. But when you have platinum, diamond, and masters, that makes some sense. And if you're platinum in League of Legends, you're like top seven percent of the world. You know if you're diamond, you're one point seven percent of the world. You know these 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 meanings they're they're much more relevant when the player base is is kind of divided like this. You're automatically in the top like thirty percent on gold. This is so much more honest and so much like you don't have to like League of Legends, right? But like. This just seems so obvious to me that this just makes more sense. Like, why are you... How how do you justify giving a gold medal to someone that's bottom 25%? That, it makes no sense to me. I would love to talk. Like, I want an explanation from somebody that works at Blizzard that, you know, we gave... You're a bottom 25% player. We give you a gold medal. Give yourself a pat on the back. You're a, you're a gold player. It's just nonsense. It's not so it much just, the terms that bother me, like whether it's gold, amethyst, mithril. I don't care. Uh, the distribution makes the no distribution sense. should look like this, where you know it spikes up towards the beginning and then and then spikes down. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is what the this is what the the graph should look like. I don't, you know, whether it's bronze, silver, gold, or let's say bronze is gold. Let's say it starts at gold, then goes to platinum, then diamond, then like mithril, then like adamantium. I don't I don't really care about that. Like if you if, if people like gold, you know, make bronze gold. I, that doesn't bother me. I, don't, I know I know Omar still thinks. You know, gold has some kind of connotation with like. It does have connotation, whether you like it or not. It's been, and sure, people, but, these well, people don't know the distribution, right? Nobody's like your average player is not going to look up what the distribution of rankings is, right? So when he's told he's a good. gold player, so let him feel it. Fuck yeah, I'm really good at this game, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Let's say he wants to get better, right? Let's say he he strives to be better, right? But he thinks he's already really fucking good because he's gold, right? But he doesn't. He's not. He sucks ass at the game and he doesn't even know. But the it, it just this meant you know we there was there's a pretty interesting study that they I think like in 1930s or 40s. Uh, t they asked kids in like grade school, "Are you special?" Right? Like ten percent said they were special, like nineteen thirties. Oh, right? It was. Are you special? No, it was. It wasn't special. It was. They asked people in a survey. Are you important? Are you an important person? Are you a very yeah. important person? Uh, in the fifties, they like, asked kids this. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, and then very few said they're important because they're fucking kids. Of course, not important. You know, like I'm not fucking important either. None of us, very few of us are here important. I don't think any of us in the chat are important either. But they asked the same, okay, I'll die. But then they asked the kids the same question, like recently, like in this day and age. And like 95% of people say they're special and they're important. People are living in a delusional world where if everybody thinks they're important, they're, you know, you don't, you don't think you're like, you know, you don't think like you're worthless, right? But to say you're special or important, like it's, it's some, Bit of snobbery, you know. Not that you know you should still feel good about yourself. You don't have to. Feel, you don't have to be like an important person to feel good about yourself. You know, I, I don't view myself as like an important person. Like, if, if I die tomorrow, the world keeps spinning. You know, nothing, nothing's going to change. But it's just this that that mentality really carried over into gaming as well, which is I, I think it's just it's creating an entitled culture where people will view things in a different lens, where they feel they're entitled to like to everything. Because they're, they were, they're just given medals in, in the games they play. And some people will feel they're entitled to a warning after working at a company for 12 years. You know, what asshole? <laughs> um, Mr. Chicken, hey, Rima, if I believe I'm important, does that mean, a, yes, Chicken, you are delusional if you think you're important, all right? Uh, you're a friend of mine, and I'm telling you right now, you ain't important, buddy. But okay, not, neither am I, all right? <laughs> you're delusional, and I'm not important. <laughs> it's not that nothing is important. This is, this, a, so it's just, this is a positive, positivity-only stream, please? Positivity no, because... I, I just for for the most part like if if any of us disappear like from this earth like everything would be keep functioning like, we're not saving lives we're not like doing integral important work in the workplace you know like not, maybe you are I, I can't speak for everyone I can speak only for myself I can speak for Chicken as well because I know him right Chicken you're not important <laughs> neither am I Altai this goes for you as well Altai you are not important all right Listen. for the people I know I can speak for you know maybe you got some people doctors in here saving lives when you I know there's really important off, shit when I turn the stream off. I am literally saving the world, okay? I'm keeping the earth spinning. All right, Altai. If you believe that, you're you're also delusional. <laughs> Do you think you're a poor person? Well, in my in my issue, I, I I know I value my life, but I just it just I'm not I'm not I, I wouldn't say I'm an important person. I'm not integral to to society here. I I know not that you should still value yourself. It just you gotta value yourself correctly. Bit nihilistic, but guys, I'm actually a, I'm actually a challenger in league, uh, but the calibration uh, system is off, and uh, my teammates, you know, my teammates. Yeah, when you yeah. when you when you play with people like chicken, you know, they just throw your games. Is that much you can do? Dogs can be replaced too, but you know, whatever. The point, my point is saying, if if you're doing some important work, you know, that's you know, saving lives, doing some important shit, that's fine. You know, I, I, what am I, what am I doing? I'm talking about, I'm talking about rank distributions. On a podcast, all right? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so where would you put yourself? Okay, if uh, here's a good question, guys. Maybe next week, weekly raid. Maybe maybe some post-game talk right here. What where would you what would your rank be if IRL had rankings? Okay. How do you how do you measure the rankings? Well, I guess it's an open question. There's no okay, so would you put yourself in bronze, silver, gold, platinum, or diamond? Or or a master. So let's say challengers are like like president world leaders. World Trump, leaders Trump is, Trump is challenger tier. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so let's say challenger is if you're a multi multi billionaire or like a world leader, like like the president of a real country like China. If you're like the president of a shit country like Estonia, that doesn't count. So <laughs> bronze is if you're like a like a peasant in Africa or something or like in India. If, if you're an Indian rice farmer or a Chinese rice farmer, you're 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 bronze tier. Yeah. So where where wow. where in this distribution where would we be? Okay, it, it's very tough to measure this. Uh, like my gamer skills is firmly in the the diamond master challenger category. All right, I, I like to think I'm top one percent in the games I play, which I, I think I, I demonstrably am. But outside of gaming, I don't know. What, what, what? I, I, so, so, so where's it unranked? Unranked. 
<laughs> Damn, I'm probably still unranked. If you're under 18, yeah, I mean, you're unranked. If you're under 18, so. you're going to be unranked, all right? That's, that's yeah, if you're under 18, you're unranked. I, I think most of us will at least will probably be silver or gold then. Yeah, Remember, yeah we're, we're probably silver. If you guys are watching this, you're probably in America or Europe, all right? So, you know, you have um, some understanding. from bronze. Yeah, you have some understanding of math and reading and writing. You know, there's a lot of people in this world who unfortunately still can't read and write, so they're probably the bronzes. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you, uh, Mr. Chicken? That, that that just means like you could be gold, but you're decaying to silver, all right? That's what that means. I mean, no, it means being, uh, you, you need to- uh, You're decaying. <laughs> your, your rating is decaying from inactivity. You, you gotta recalibrate, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually excited to play some more HOTS later. Uh, I play like 10 games. I did all 10 placements uh, earlier. I placed in the Masters, and that, that was the only games I played. And, and actually, the ranks reset yesterday. So I actually completed my 10 placement ranks in HOTS like the day before rank reset. So they all reset today. So I, I wanted my placements again with a couple of friends. How'd you, how'd you end up? I, I, uh, I, I, I placed in Masters. You oh, you, oh, wow. I, I, I was mastered 1,000 points. That means like if I won 10 more games in a row and get another 2,000 points, I'd be 3,000 points Masters. That means the top 100. Apparently HOTS thinks I'm really good at that game. And all I do is I play my placements. That's it. So but Mr. Chicken doesn't believe you. So you placed Masters. Is it, is I placed... I placed masters hundred with a th- not only I placed masters a thousand points into masters, so that's already firmly close to grandmaster. Yeah, that's like the top top. Like if you get top one hundred, you're, you're, I think you're, you're three thousand. Wow! So at least uh, in the hot's world, you are not a bronzy. Here you go. Here you go, chicken. There's my there's my placement. You can look. At- I did my ten placement games, and there's my ranking. My my friend's like, what the fuck? How did that even happen? Because all my friends placed like platinum, or one of my friends plays like diamond three or something diamond four or five and then everyone i play with is either platinum or like low diamond and the game is like you know what remo you deserve this masters all right is this team league what does that mean this is, this is a team league so you're but, oh, I, I, yeah but everyone i've played with was also in platinum or uh or like diamond low diamond nobody i play with is high rating okay so is it team league different than your solo though yeah yeah they're, okay. they're, they're solo queue only which i respect a lot actually because i think league has solo and duo which i, I think is kind of lame I think solo queue is the best measure of skill, individual skill. Always, because you can't play with somebody else. And you can't, it's literally impossible to carry if you're playing solo. But uh, this is separate, they have separate ratings for, for solo and, and team. But League is solo and duo combined, which I, I don't like. I prefer the hot system, actually. It's just, it's, I don't play a lot of hot. The only time I play hot is when one of my buddies asks. So I play with them. Nice. So would you say placing masters in your placements is kind of like your dad paying Harvard to let you in? Yeah, it's like being born. With, I guess like for the IRL rankings, you know, if you're if you're the son of like a billionaire, I guess you you you're born into like platinum, you know, or masters yeah, you, on that you list. Got good placements. Mm-hmm. Good placements, boys. All right. Anything else? What do you got? Anything else going on? Uh, Kumakame. Uh, it's literally impossible for me to go pro in league or hots because I only play one hero in both games. I literally only play Gadzlo. I play Gadzlo in in hots. The only hero I play. I have like 300 plus games as Gadzlo, and like I don't play anybody else. In, in league, I, I only play uh, singed. Yeah. Mobas aren't your cup of tea, then, pistol, eh? Know, my, my, problem, comp- my problem with the hmm. po- mobas is like, I played so much Dota that like it just seems like yeah. so repetitive now. Fair. But I did call that Hots would be popular. I remember years ago saying that to you. Yeah. Don't you guys know goblins are Jewish? Yeah, it's a, it, goblins are 100% Jewish. I, I'm with you, Piss. I hate relying on teams. But like, actually, what's pretty interesting is, goes back to a different theory I had. 
if you look at if you look at battle right the game's player base is a lot lower it's been dying it's been steadily declining right the beauty of a game like hots uh league and dota is that you can always blame your team there's so much like uncontrollable elements in the game of uh hots and league right unpredictable as crit rates just things that are out of your control right there's always room to blame games like battle right are much more precise there's actually no rng in battle right none zero everything is very precise every individual attack is aimed so whether you land attacks miss attacks dodge attacks block attacks are all determined by your skill and there's you know because of that there's there's no room to really blame other people the game is much more reliant on individual skill as a game like starcraft 2 which is a, which is a 1v1 game it launched with a bang huge popularity but because you couldn't blame anyone those games failed because people realized they're not that good and they quit the game but a lot of people play league a lot of people play league and dota and hots thinking that they're they're god's gift to the game right they think they're god tier they should be mastered they should be top 100 but they're only being held back by their shitty teammates and because of that mentality they don't quit the game because they think they're really good and only their teammates suck but you don't have that in battle right you don't have that in starcraft 1 and that's why one of the reasons I think those games are in decline. I think uh, StarCraft should get rid of unranked. It should be like Realm Royale, um, where every match is ranked, but just it's hidden. You don't know it's ranked. Because there's, there's so much, Q, what do they call it? Q anxiety, right? Like in League and Dota and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's probably so much harder in StarCraft to know that every game, you you know, if you Q, it's all on you. If you fuck up, you're, you know, you're going to lose. Uh, they should just force you to play ranked, and that way, the ranked number won't be so meaningful. I think the rank anxiety is definitely there. I, I have friends that say, "I don't want to play if we do ranked." I'm like, "Come on, who gives a shit?" It's like, I, like my rank in in hot, even even a match, I'm gonna play with anyone. I don't give a shit if I'm playing with my plat friends, my gold friends. I'm just gonna play with whoever. I don't really care. It's just, it's just literally a number on a game. This the anxiety is, is is worse. Just play yeah. the game. And I, the also, game. that anxiety I think makes you just play worse. I think so. A hundred percent. Because yeah. you're worried that if you lose a game, like my numbers are going down, my peers will respect me less. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but people do play worse because of the anxiety. Indeed. Yeah. Huh? Anything else, Altai? Well, I mean, Warframe got got a big announcement this week. Maybe just worth at least mentioning for our Warframe fans out there. But neither of us play Warframe, so it's hard for us to get excited for it, but there's a lot of shit happening in Warframe. They did their annual Tenocon where they announced uh, Fortuna, their next big update, which is coming in fall, basically doubling down on the entire um, on the entire open world concept that was introduced with Planes of Eidolon. So a lot more open world content. There's uh, two new Warframes coming. Obviously, along with that will be new weapons, new areas, new quests, new zones, new items, all that jazz as well. Huge new update for the game. They're also doing uh, something called Rail Check. Basically, up to four players can be like inside of a ship, and like you can man different turrets in the ship. So I guess. Uh, Remember that lovers in a, in a dangerous space time. Everyone's got their role on the ship, basically blowing apart enemies. You know, game. in space, they showed off one mission, looked really badass. But the only thing I'm worried about is that let me see if I can find the clip actually before I talk about this. Is that that mission looked really cool? But if they don't add multiple missions, it can get boring pretty quick. But what they showed off looked really cool. Here's uh, here's here's Railjack over here. The Warframe is absolutely killing it. It's one of those games that basically every single month. I linked you a video. I linked you the video for Warframe. Um, but Warframe every single month gets a bigger and bigger player base. Like very few games can kind of like continuously grow like that. Usually a game will kind of launch, grow, and then kind of peter off. But Warframe it consistently adding, adding new players, and there's a and it gives you reason to return back as well. I mean, there's always new shit happening in Warframe. Uh, what I love most about Warframe is that it runs so well. It runs buttery smooth. It's just beautiful how well the game runs. It just it, it's a joy to play because it just feels buttery smooth and responsive. It's, it's Obviously, you can't say that for Bless or a lot of other games. It's still in beta. Did, did you know that? 
Yeah, of course. Warframe is, is perpetually going to be in beta. That's like the meme that's never going to die. Yeah, I, I have the same problem with uh, Warframe as I do with a lot of these kind of hmm. instanced stage games where the big the first like 30 hours is like... Brain dead easy. Yeah, 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 100%. And actually, I remember like one of my friends, like if you queue up with a friend, you can skip levels and do whatever level they're on. It does get harder later on, but yeah. I feel like a lot of the missions I did that were way higher end, I can still just stomp through even as a lower level. So it is, but the game is designed around grinding and basically unlocking like tons of new shit. You want to get the rare materials, so it, the farming and the grind is part of the experience. In a way, it's it's, it's kind of fun working towards objectives, and unlocking new warframes and weapons and stuff. That's one of the appeals for the game. So skip ahead in the video if you want to see some actual, you know, real jack gameplay. And there is enough content to master collections. Oh. Yeah, uh, is that exile? Yep, it is a really good game. I feel like Zenexel usually are, are a resident cynic, you know, but he says Warfare is a fantastic game. So I'm glad to get that kind of endorsement from Zenexel. He usually kind of is very cynical about most games. Mm -hmm. replay, yeah, the replay value is very much grindy. Hmm. I just love how well the game runs. Maybe we should get this on our... I should try this on PlayStation. Why would you ever play this on console? Play it on PC. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Though I did say last week, uh, Skyforge worked better than I thought on console. Mm -hmm. Yeah, old school RuneScape launched on uh, mobile in beta. Only on Android, though, so we can't play it. We oh, have iPhone. No. Um, the moment that comes out for uh, iOS, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to I wanna play it on there. All right. Uh, with that, too, Etherville, we should go to the post game as well. All right, guys. That's it for YouTube. Stick Thanks around. Thanks for watching, Twitch. YouTube. Yep. Take it easy. Take it easy for YouTube, boys.